0: Welcome to a healthy bite. You're one nibble closer to a more satisfying way of life, a healthier you, and bite-sized bits of healthy motivation. Now let's dig in on the dish with Rebecca Huff. I'm back today with Deborah Demare, and we are talking about one of my favorite subjects, sleep. I absolutely love to talk to people about sleep. It's one of my favorite things to do, and believe it or not, it's one of the healthiest things you can do for your body. So today I'm going to chat with Deborah, and she's going to share her expertise with us about creating an environment in your bedroom that helps you get better sleep so that you can be a healthier person. Welcome to a healthy bite, Deborah.
1: Thank you so much, Rebecca. Thank
0: you. I'm excited to get into this subject. Now, I know personally that there are some things I need to change in my bedroom. So why don't you just maybe start out with telling us some of the top things, maybe some mistakes that people make when they're setting up a bedroom?
1: People make a lot of mistakes when they're setting up their bedroom. We'll start off with that. (laughs) I think so many people are so, which I understand, are hooked on just the aesthetics of a space, that it looks great. Mm -hmm. And they don't think about the health and and the design of the space for mental and physical health. And it's very, very important because our bedrooms are really a sacred space. It's where our body repairs itself. I mean, the average person spends about 30% of their life in their bedroom, right? That's a long time. So your bedroom is really, one of the most, or if not the most important space in your entire home. And you need to treat it gingerly and carefully and with a lot of love, because there is a direct correlation between your health and your sleeping environment. When we sleep, our body repairs itself. We're breathing slowly. Our body's in a relaxed mode. Our blood is cleaning we're getting all the toxins out of our body our, our body is a machine it's cleansing itself during the night so if you are surrounding yourself with things that contain lots of chemicals and toxins your body's absorbing that through your breath through your mouth and through your skin our skin is porous just like a sponge so it's not only what's in direct contact with our skin the sheets the pillows the blanket but also what's in the air and what's called off-gassing, where gases are released into the air and they really don't go away like paints and um, dyes and all these toxins that are in furniture and decor. Mm -hmm. So most people think about just the aesthetics and that's dangerous. It's dangerous for you. It's dangerous for your children. It's dangerous if you have babies. It's dangerous if you have parents living at home for the elderly. Mm -hmm. There's just nothing good about it. Right. And uh, that's like the first place to start to understand that it's not just about the aesthetics. You can always make a room pretty always, always, always.
0: Right. Well, I know last week we talked a little bit about paint. You know, we were talking about nurseries and making a a healthy sleep environment for our children. And you, we had talked a little bit about paint and you did find out something about the paint on the walls, because we know that paint off gases, like you just said, the VOCs. And I had asked you last week about, you know, what if someone has a room that's already painted, you know, with potentially some toxic paint?
1: Right. It was a good question. I didn't know the answer. So we looked into it and I think I sent you an answer that we found from actually Thomas Gardner is his name. He's a building biologist. He's in our nursery course. And he's like, any question you have on chemicals and and structures, I mean, he's just, he's an encyclopedia. Um, So what's interesting, most paint contains VOCs, which stands for volatile organic compounds. And it's a blend of chemicals and toxins that when they're painted on the wall, as it's drying, the gases come out and that's called off-gassing. You hear that term a lot now, off-gassing. And it permeates, these gases permeate throughout the rooms and the spaces where they've been painted. And people think that, that once the fumes go away, the gases are gone. That's not true. They basically never go away. So they're always in the air and we're breathing those in. So there are certain paints, types of paints, first of all, that have very, very few chemicals. And that's those are like lime paints and clay paints. Lime paints are used in Europe. They're still used in Europe. And they're very beautiful. They have that translucent look. It's not as simple as just painting on a wall as you're getting the painter for a couple hundred bucks to paint the room. It's a process, but it's a very clean, non-toxic way of painting a space. And I think it's actually very beautiful, but it's more labor intensive. So what you wanna do is buy a paint that has low VOCs. And if you're in an existing space, like a rental or a home that you just purchased and there's paint on the wall and you don't know if it's safe or not, and you're like, you know what? I think I wanna remove this paint. There's a couple of things that you can do. One is you can first scrub the walls and you can scrub it with just a cleaner because there's lots of dust and toxins already stuck to the wall. So I love, I sound like an infomercial, but I love Dr. Bronner's soaps and I use them in my own home because they're completely, completely non-toxic. They're clean. They work amazing. I mean, I, I just really, I should be a spokesperson for Dr. Bronner's soaps. Actually, I love the them too. They're great, right? I they use the, are. The, 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 They're amazing. And they're also such a kind company. You know, mm-hmm. they do so much for the environment, for workers, they're terrific. Lisa Bronner is actually in our course. She's amazing. Oh, Talk wow. about a wealth of information. Yeah. Talk about a wealth of information regarding cleaning products. It's it's incredible what you learned from her about how to clean furniture, how to clean. It's great. But anyway, you take something like a Dr. Bronner, that's what I would use or something that's completely non-toxic and good. And you scrub the walls with it, good old fashioned elbow grease. So that's one thing you can do to start. And if you can't repaint the walls, you should do that. And then you can use a sealer. There's a special primer that I forgot the name of it, but I'll send it to you. I'll send you the link to it. You can get it on Amazon. And that's a really good primer to put over the walls. It's a latex primer, I believe. Now, the thing with latex is latex is okay, but it's a plastic. So when you put latex on a wall, it's, it's going to seal in whatever moisture and humidity is already there. So that's the negative. But unless you're going to completely scrub those walls down and, and scrape them down, that's probably your best bet. Scrub them, use a certain kind of primer. I'll send you the name of it that's non-toxic. And then you can repaint the walls with something that has very low volatile organic compounds, like a farrow and ball paints are great. I use them. They're more expensive, but they're good. And then of course you can go always with something like a lime paint or clay, which is more what labor about, intensive, but
0: what about chalk paints Are chalk paints? Chalk paints
1: are good too. Okay. Chalk paints are good. And you also want to, if you have a choice between a satin and a matte, always use a flat because satin contains latex.
0: Oh that's good. I always choose matte paints. So I like the way yes. they look better. Awesome.
1: Yeah, me too. The thing with matte is people say, "Oh, it's a little bit more difficult to clean." But you know what? I always say, you have to suffer to look good and you have to suffer to be healthy. It's <laughs>
0: true. Right? It's that's true. That's right. true. I know. I know. And not to get too far off topic, but yeah, my son, my son will say that. You know, if we go grocery shopping, you know, we we talked a little bit about greenwashing last week and, and for yeah. a while gluten-free Was the greenwashing word that everyone, oh, if it doesn't have gluten in it, it's healthy.
1: I always say slick marketing. We're like,
0: very. Like we don't think, and
1: that's what marketers do. So the same thing with teens, you know, same thing with furniture, decor, Mm -hmm. decor, you know, there's a lot of slick marketing out there.
0: So we got our our walls taken care of. Uh Right. So now what's next? You got your walls
1: taken care of. Mm -hmm. Okay. So lighting, I want you to think about lighting. Also, in your lighting is also, everything is psychological in design. For me, I approach design in a very psychological way because our environments shape and create us. And our environments can make us sleepy. They can make us happy. They can make us sad. They can make us anxious. They can make us agitated. They can make us feel awesome. So we all want to be in happy, healthy, strong environments. That way we're happy, healthy, and strong. So lighting is also very important because think about, a place that you've been like in offices and old offices. Like I'm from New York. And when I first graduated from college a bazillion years ago, I used to work in these offices with the old fluorescent lighting. And I, and now of course I know why I was always so tired and grumpy. And I remember I used to go into the ladies room and take a nap. I I would sit literally on the toilet for 10 minutes and just like fall asleep because I got so sleepy. I remember that. I wasn't a good employee then by the way, (laughs) (laughs) but fluorescent lights are terrible for you because they, they they give off a noise and that noise we might not hear it but it's very disturbing to our system that's why children and adults for example in the spectrum of autism they're very 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 uh, susceptible to the noises of certain lighting the whirring of a fan fluorescent lighting So do not have any type of fluorescent lighting in your space in your bedroom for sure, anywhere in your in your life if possible, but especially in your bedroom. You want soft lighting. You do not want lighting that is directly over the bed that is that is very harsh. You know, in a lot of our spaces in Miami, for example, we do a modern look and typically in the Northeast or California, our looks are much a little bit more. To more traditional and softer. So in Miami, so many of our clients want that really stark bedroom with the lights coming right down off the, the headboard because they like to read, which I understand. But it's a harsh look and it's disturbing to the system. So instead, I say, let's put pretty wall sconces, you know, with the lights that come out and that we can put it on, on the book or whatever you're reading. So it's not directly on your head. It's like... Bad energy, you know, bad feng shui. This feng shui is real. It's just about the placement of furniture and it's about energy. Mm -hmm. So keep your lighting appropriate to the environment. There's something called circadian, our circadian system, right? It's our body's natural way of producing melatonin. Melatonin is what makes us sleepy, right? So if you have strong light in your bedroom, strong white light, not natural light, it's tricking your body into not allowing it to get ready for sleep. That's why computers near your bed, your phone near your bed, that technology, that, that, that unnatural light is very, very bad for us. And it disturbs our body's natural way of producing melatonin. So think about that in your lighting. You want lighting that, that goes throughout the day. So think about how the sun sets. That's how You kind of want your lighting in your bedroom mm-hmm. for children as well. Mm-hmm. Now, also, the next thing we could talk about, kind of related to lighting, is window treatments, curtains. I have two schools of thought on this. I never had my children's room completely dark because I like to wake up with the natural light. I feel that that's the healthiest way to wake up. So we always just had, you know, for a little bit of sun blocking, room darkening. My children, however, are young adults. And they like to sleep completely in a in a blacked out room, which a lot of people do. And there's some sleep experts. We also I keep talking about the course, but we have a sleep expert for babies in the course as well. And she talks about room how how dark or light they should be when a baby goes to sleep or even an adult. So I think as far as that, it's a very personal thing. For me, I've never used it as a rule. We have clients that literally are so sensitive to light coming through the the room and when they sleep that. We install room darkening shades. And then on top of it, we have to install curtains because even that little sliver of light that comes through that eighth of an inch bothers them. Mm -hmm. So I think you have to know your own body for that. Mm -hmm. And that's very important that if you're someone who likes to wake up with natural light, don't, don't get heavy drapes. It's going to affect your sleep and it's going to affect how you wake up, which is just as important. So that's window treatments. Okay, and of course, if you do things like that for a child's room, make sure that there's no cords, there's no it's not dangerous. They can't yank on it and pull it off. But for for women, working women with kids and we're tired and we're running around, we need sleep. Mm -hmm. Then I would talk about the mattress, right? And I say that is probably the most important item you can purchase in your bedroom, because that's it. If your mattress ain't good, you are not going to sleep no matter what we do in your space.
0: That's the truth.
1: Right? So your mattress must be completely organic and it must be non-toxic because most mattresses that you buy have lots of chemicals, even the ones that are 30 pure certified, which I used to promote. And now that I know better, I don't. A certified bed means that the foam is certified. It's bogus because foam mattresses off gas, they release a lot of toxins. So you don't want to get a foam mattress. You want to get a mattress that has cotton and it's completely organic and there's no wool. You don't want anything animal-based. You know, I, I don't do anything animal-based in my in any of my projects at all for ethical reasons, because I feel that it's also, you're bringing very bad energy into a space when you bring an animal-based material or a piece of furniture in your space, because that, that object is the result of tragedy and despair. And I'm a firm believer in energy. And I think you're bringing that energy into your spaces. You want to bring positive energy into your spaces. So if you don't believe in any of that, then let's look at the health reasons. Animal-based materials are extremely toxic because they were once on, the, on an animal. So if they are not laden with chemicals and toxins, they would just rot. It's kind of like you taking off a scab and just you know, not treating, it. it's a scab. When you have a, a, a cut, it turns into a scab. That's what your furniture and decor would look like if it wasn't treated with chemicals. So animal-based materials are extremely toxic. The most toxic are leather, silk, cotton, that's not organic, yarn, bast. Bast is a fabric that looks like potato sack material that you would look at it and you think, wow, it's so natural, it must be so organic, it's completely toxic. So leather wool, you wanna stay away from that in your bedroom. Uh, Leather has over 250 chemicals, including lead, chromium, arsenic. Wool contains endless pesticides. Do not believe in responsible wool. It doesn't exist. It's a very, it's a horrific industry. against slick marketing. So you want a mattress that is organic. You want it to have certifications, like a GOTS certified global organic textile standard, meaning that it's not toxic, meaning that it was created and manufactured in a place where workers are treated fairly because a lot of these materials and products are The workers are in horrific conditions, just as the animals are. Mm -hmm. So you want to get something like a naturopedic mattress. I'm a huge fan of naturopedic. I love everything they stand for and everything is clean and non-toxic and super comfortable. So you want so to get a mattress. Let
0: me ask you a question. I hate to interrupt you, but with these types of mattresses, so, you know, a lot of people have big families, myself included, you know, at one time there were eight of us. How expensive are these GOTS certified? Because I I've bought GOTS certified stuff before. I'm going to admit freely right now that I do not have GOTS certified mattresses. It seems to me that anytime I find a mattress that meets all of these standards they're super expensive so how how affordable are they
1: they are more expensive than your average casper or or crappy mattress like that they are Uh that's because they're very healthy and they're Mm -hmm. more labor intensive to make but here's how i look at it rebecca i say Mm -hmm. look when i when i moved into my home this was before i really understood all this stuff you know I've learned so much in the past years and I'm still learning every day and I make a lot of mistakes still and I'll be the first to admit it and our our community really will call me out on things which is wonderful (laughs) because that's how I learn I appreciate it I always say I want to know the good the bad and the ugly right so I originally purchased what I thought were fine mattresses for the house and then when I started to learn I'm like oh my god what am I doing to myself and my family so here's how I look at it that you're going to spend more money on these things. However, you're going to keep yourself healthy, and you're going to be going to the doctor a lot less, and you won't get sick as much. Where you can't make money, and so it's a, it's a toss up. Are you going to spend your money in 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 medicine and doctor's appointments, or are you going to spend the money one time in a good mattress or a good set of right. sheets?
0: I mean, I definitely see your point and I agree with you. I just feel like for some people, it may not be a a choice. I mean, I know a lot of people want to be healthy, but that might be out of their price range. Is there a thing that you can do if you have a mattress that's maybe not the best, but you can't just simply can't afford one of these got certified mattresses?
1: Well, the only other thing I would suggest, and I don't know if this is something that I would ask a mattress company, I would ask, I'm going to, there's another good question. I'll put that out to Barry from naturopedic. I'm going to ask him perhaps, and I'm thinking out of the box and I don't know if this is valid or not, perhaps getting a God certified topper for the bed. Right.
0: That is maybe that prevents
1: that. Maybe, maybe that prevents some of the chemicals from
0: Mm -hmm. off-gassing. I'm just, I'm just uh, trying to, You know it's ahead because I know people are gonna ask.
1: Right. That's a good question. And I'm gonna get back to you on that too. I love it. You always ask me good questions. It's wonderful.
0: I know it's time for me to upgrade our mattresses to something less toxic. But um, I'm just not sure where to go with that. So
1: I'm gonna look into, I'm gonna find out if getting a topper could work. Mm -hmm. That might be the answer, you know?
0: Okay. So if you're listening to this podcast, make sure that you go back to the website and check the show notes because between now and the time that this is published, I'm sure Deborah is going to come up with an answer for us and we will make sure to include that in the show notes. So that's, that's your homework. Go check the show notes (laughs) to find out the answer to this question. (laughs) All right. So we've got walls, we've got lighting, we've got mattress. What comes next?
1: What comes next are sheets, pillows, blankets, Mm -hmm. and then the bed itself, right? Right. The the, the bed itself. So I know you mentioned
0: last week that there are some really toxic things on wrinkle-free sheets.
1: Yes. Wrinkle-free sheets contain formaldehyde,
0: Mm. which is
1: insane. There are over 80,000 chemicals that are approved for, from the textile industries. And I think I told you less than 1% are actually tested. So it's, it's crazy. And a fabric's weight is about 30% of a fabric's weight are chemicals wow. and legal to use chemicals and they're toxic and poisonous. It's insane what is allowed to be used. And what is, as I'm learning more and more and more, I just, every day I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe this. So. Sheets. Think about sheets at night. Your body's warm. Again, breathing slowly, repairing itself. You're wrapping yourself in wrinkle free sheets that are basically formaldehyde. (laughs) And that's what you're wrapping yourself in, and it's going into your skin and making you sick or making existing illnesses worse. Right? Over half of Americans have an illness. We are a sick country. So you want to get sheets that, again, are as clean as possible, as non-toxic as possible. And I keep throwing out god certified cheats. That's what you want. Yes, they are more money. Now, one step down from a god certified cheat would be an OKTEX certified cheat. O-K-E-O-T-E-X, OKTEX, right? Mm-hmm. OKTEX certifications are not as stringent as God's. hmm they have some chemicals, They're not as, their standards are not the same as a God-certified product. However, if you have the choice between an Okia-Text and one that has no certifications, get the Okia-Text. Okay. Now, Okia-Text sells, they, uh, just as God's do, they sell animal-based products. You can't buy anything animal-based. So don't buy sheets that are silk because not only is it a very unethical industry. Now, again, when I talk about ethics, it's not only animals because I love animals, it's workers the laborers in these countries that work on, in these factories and farms, it's just, it's unimaginable. Right? Oh the my goodness. And I can't believe what
0: they post on, on social media. Sometimes I see these um, on Instagram of these factory workers, because it's, I guess, so satisfying to see people doing the same repetitive mo- movement, you know, they're like in an assembly line doing something a robot should be doing. And I'm like, How is this something that people want to see on social media? This shouldn't be happening. No. Don't need to get off on that tangent, but yes. So I hadn't thought about silk before, but yeah, I can see your point.
1: And it's also treated, it's laden with chemicals Mm. because it's silk, comes Mm -hmm. from silkworms that are, you know, even though they're worms, they're still living being. And again, the workers that are attached to the production of that silk, Mm -hmm. you know, So they're dyed and the dyes are very toxic. Mm
0: -hmm. So unless
1: you're getting a got certified dyed sheet, meaning that it's using a vegetable dye, don't get it. I always use white sheets anyway. For me, that's also the psychology of design. I think white sheets are very therapeutic. Mm -hmm. And in all my years, I don't know if I've ever gotten a set of sheets for a client that are not white.
0: But aren't white sheets bleached?
1: White sheets are the easiest to clean. But aren't they bleached to
0: get them white?
1: No, there's, there's a lot of non-toxic white
0: sheets. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Very good to know.
1: And remember the the goal is to do the best you can. Mm
0: -hmm. You're,
1: you're never going to be, unless you're wearing like hemp all day. (laughs) Yeah. You're just. I actually have uh, uh,
0: flax and linen sheets, which are very wrinkly and they're very natural colored. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I feel like right, right, my right. sheets must be really good. <laughs> they are right, super, exactly
1: real. like those are the perfect sheets. Those are the perfect sheets, and they're gorgeous. They're absolutely mm-hmm. gorgeous. I so love like that for example texture. when I say, yeah it's a lot of people, some people don't. I love, to me, a bed looks needs to look, you know, years ago we used to do, you know, people have changed. Lifestyles have changed. Yeah. You know, years ago, people were very showy and blingy. And we used to do these beds with 20 pillows and, (laughs) and, you know, perfect bedspreads and, and clients would spend like a fortune. And now it's just like, okay, we do the white sheets. We do a couple shams and we do a throw and we make it look cute. Mm -hmm. But those sheets that you have, when I say white, White is like a beigey white because they're not right, dyed and okay. that's natural- White white, okay. chances, yeah, yeah. But white white, which I love and I get, and those have some chemicals. But you know what? It's that's what I do. That's my that's my craziness, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. But well, like you, you said, get, you can't you, be perfect.
1: No, yeah. and I make sure that the white sheet that we do, you know, propose is a God certified sheet, mm-hmm. so it's the healthiest of the whites. So you want to make sure your sheets are cotton, organic cotton, of course, and got certified. Because as I mentioned to you, you can get an organic cotton sheet, but it can be printed with toxic dyes and that's legal to sell and market. So that's what why about- if you're not sure, get the plain sheet.
0: You sheet.: always dress it up with pillows. I do yeah. remember you saying that last week because I have a couple of sheet sets for my daughter that have rainbows on them. And I was like, oh, I hadn't thought about the dye. So yeah, that was, they got me on that one. But I was going to ask you about pillows, because if you don't use animal, I know you're not doing like down or feather pillows, but the polyester fiber fill stuff, I feel like is so like, I am allergic to that stuff. If I put my hands in acrylic, if I use acrylic yarn or acrylic filling, my hands burn. I can't touch that. So
1: pillows, which just shows you how toxic they are that your body reacts to it. Because acrylic is, you know, they're petrol-based products, you know, so they're cheap to make and they're really, really toxic. Right. So what I suggest for women, especially, are buckwheat pillows. And you can also do latex, organic latex. You can never use latex with babies because it's very dangerous. Don't ever buy a latex crib mattress. Don't buy anything latex for a baby, even if it's organic latex. You know, that organic is slapped on everything. You want to use for adults, though, you have the option adults, we don't have to worry about latex, because if we're allergic, we already know,
0: right, we're adults,
1: so you can do organic latex pillows and or buckwheat pillows.
0: I've seen um, buckwheat, buckwheat pillows before are they comfortable yeah. i've never tried one.
1: Okay, I was in Japan, a couple of years ago and. They, at the hotels, that's a very common pillow, the buckwheat pillow in Japan. And the hotels give you regular pillows and buckwheat pillows. And I was like, this is so cool. And I slept on it for two nights. The first night was a little weird because they're like little holes Rudge. inside yeah, like- the pillow. And I heard it and it was like weird, but I said, I'm going to give it another night because also with menopause and everything, you want something cool. And the buckwheat's cool. It doesn't get hot. The second night, I loved it. And also your neck feels great because you can make them as, as firm as you want. You can add mm-hmm. more holes. Mm-hmm. You can take out holes. I have, I'll send you the link. I did a buckwheat pillow review.
0: Oh, good. I was going to say, I need view. to try a buckwheat pillow. I need to know which yeah. one to buy. So you're yeah. going to share that yeah. link with us. I'll make sure to put that yeah. in the show notes so everyone else can check it out as well. Yeah, I have it's actually wanted like- to try this and my son even mentioned it to me. My 15 year old son, he's a very healthy person, very, very interested in longevity. And he told me I need a buckwheat pillow and I have felt them before. And I, I felt and heard the sound they make when you lay on them. And I thought, could I get used to that?
1: (laughs) It takes getting used to, but I have to tell you, I think like from my age category, it's great because Mm. you're cool and it's, and there's no chemicals. It's completely organic. I love it. And it, it's weird. They kind of look like coffee grinds. It's a weird thing. You'll see the video is good. I did a whole it's unboxing look like of like because nuts. I was so curious. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you can eat it now. If you get hungry, you can start eating your buckwheat.
0: <laughs> you can, all be all night, can be a prepper. It's like being a prepper. You just get a bunch of buckwheat pillows and you're good to go.
1: <laughs> there you go. You can put it in the, you might say called the bunker. <laughs>
0: There you go. You'll be set if the world comes to an end or if we go on lockdown again, you can just eat your pillow. Multi-purpose. Right.
1: (laughs) So those are the pillows I recommend, the latex or the buckwheat. Those are ideal. Then you have your blankets, very similar, organic cotton. Just go organic, organic cotton, Got certified, organic cotton and you're good to go. Don't use down because down is also filled with pesticides. You can get super sick from it. It's also a horrible, horrible industry for these poor geese that get live plucked and die from the torture and the workers. It's just terrific. Mm-hmm. It's as bad as the wool industry. Please don't ever. There's so many takeaways I'd like you to get from this talk, but one of them is don't believe anything that says responsible wall, responsible geese, responsible. It doesn't exist at all. So that's that. And the last thing I would want to mention, I mean, there's a million things, but we'll do one more. The last thing I would want to mention would be the bed itself, you know, the the decorative, the, the headboard, mm-hmm. the bed frame. You want to think about that a lot because you want to make sure that you don't use anything toxic for the headboard, because again, your your head is right up against that headboard. So you're breathing that in. So you wanna make sure that it doesn't have an odor, a smell, it should be clean. Again, organic cottons, organic hems, organic linens. You can do a very shabby looking linen uh, slip cover, beautiful look. So treat your bed as everything else in your room. Everything in your space should be as clean as possible and non-animal based. Mm-hmm. And of course, if you also like scents, a lot of people like a scent. So if you do aromatherapy in your bedroom, which is lovely to have, maybe a lavender, which is very calming. Make sure that that is also completely organic and not doesn't have chemicals. Okay. Because a lot of them do. Mm-hmm. And which that's what companies I companies do. You recommend? I have I have a couple names for aromatherapy
0: that okay. I'll send to you. I here's one love, that I love. Okay, I'm not. I have never really looked into it very deeply, but I love pillow potion. It's a blend by Aura Acacia and I make like a sheet spray out of it. And I mean, it just smells amazing. I love it.
1: And you make your own what with like a sachet? No, I make a spray. You... Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so nice. I'm going to look it up.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I mix it with vodka and water and then I just spray oh, it. Goodness. It smells so good. <gasps>
1: Oh and my I'll God, even it put it wonderful.
0: in my dryer cause I don't use fabric softeners or, you know, I don't use the sheets or any of that stuff. So I will put it in my dryer and it infuses into the sheets whenever I dry them and it's it just beautiful. has the best smell. I love it.
1: That's good. So you get it. You know, it's like, it's, it's really about everything, your space being very clean, as mm-hmm. clean as possible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Crazy. Like you, We well, you know, it's just crazy. It,
0: It is. I mean, there's so many things that you don't know about and clearly it's not good to stress and be totally obsessed with it, but you know, you will live and you learn and you make these adaptations little by little. Well, Deborah, I really would like to see a tour of your bedroom. Are you, do you happen to have a YouTube video where you like tour Deborah's bedroom?
1: I'm going to give you something even better. I did this thing with called open house where they did a whole t- video tour of my house. And I talk about non-toxic, clean living. If oh, I see. Down to the bottom, Deborah's home. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: my gosh. This is what I wanted to see. Oh, this is awesome. Yeah. Okay. It's
1: very modern. I pers- personally, I don't like modern, but my husband loves modern. Oh my goodness. I love it. Like- it's beautiful. Thank you.
0: Okay. Well, I was just curious, is there a a tour of Deborah's house? And so does this this show your bedroom as well? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to check that out. Make sure to check the show notes. If you go to rooms, (laughs) let me see.
1: Yeah, put in the show notes. If you go to rooms, Mm -hmm. click on rooms, it'll show you master bedroom. There you go. Okay.
0: Well, this has been such a fun and interesting podcast. I absolutely could talk to you all day, Deborah, and I've learned so much. Now I'm like ready to go redo my bedroom. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I wanted to let you guys know that we are going to give away a virtual room um, makeover. We do online consultations and they're really amazing. You get like a layout mm. you get a zoom call with us. We pick your furniture it's really great and it's valued at $580. And we'd oh like gosh. to give one away to the listeners. Wow. And also, if with the coupon code that organic mom, I think it's that organic mom 25, I'll send it to you. You okay. can get 25% off our nursery and kids room course, which is great. And it has that course has over $500 worth of coupons. So it's really Whoa. great. And it's done. You can do the course in two hours. Nice. So those are our two things we'd like to offer.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Deborah. I'm excited. Okay. So, to find the links and the information for that, just make sure you go back and um, check out the show notes at thatorganicmom.com and you'll find links to Deborah's site, to her offers, to the giveaway, to all of this information. So, make sure to check that out. Thank you, Deborah. I just love talking to you.
1: Thank you. It was great. It was great, Rebecca. Thank you so much.
0: Thanks for listening. Please rate and review so other people can learn about this podcast. Find out more about sleep, hygiene, eating healthy, tasty recipes, zero-waste lifestyle, and lots more on ThatOrganicMom.com. Help us spread the word. Be blessed and stay healthy.